How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. I love this song. It's it's like an anthem. Really. Reach for the sky. Oh, I love that voice. That was me. I, that's me singing. <laughs> Where's your You're a superstar. And don't you be afraid. This is like I everybody uses this song. I've used it to go on stage. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. So that's why I'm opening up because the person who sings this is my very good friend who popped in to say hello, Simone Daddy. You're a superstar. That's when you were in Love Inc. And you've got you've got your new uh, your new album out, which I love. It's so rhythmic. And what is it? What's the album? Now? It's called the Stereo Dynamite Sessions Volume One. Yes. Retro fifties, forties, yes. rock and roll soul. The yeah. touch. And what's that the song you sent me that that one? Oh, on? your love fades away. Oh my god, out. I love yeah. it. Thank your love you. fades away. It's Thank like you. the theme of, for you. me and my life. But superstar is uh, um, so Simone sang at my wedding to my good panel. I'll just say oh. that was very. And it was the only thing that came out good of my wedding. Actually, was the fact that you sang there. The rest of it was like <laughs> love fades away. We'll, we'll let it fade away. Disaster. <laughs> You're a good audience, Arthur Simina. I love you. <laughs> so. So Simone's here. She's going to talk because she's going to be doing TV hosting and stuff and radio. So, like, of course, you come to the Central, the biggest Absolutely. show, the hub. The hub. The hub. The Congratulations. Hub. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. Arthur Simeon, I love that. That's a great, deep kind of radio voice. Is it? Stand-up comedian in Toronto, born in Kampala, Uganda. Yes. Love it. I said it right. And in 2009, um, made your debut appearance at Just for Laughs. Yes. Uh, which is very cool. And then in 2010, you were featured on the cover of Now. Yes, I was. Uh, why? What's what's so big about you? Uh, <laughs> we can't discuss that on radio. But, uh, <laughs> Yay, I like but, you. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think it was uh, it was sort of like a a a, 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 a luck of the draw kind of thing. It yeah. was a time when. Uh, the city was uh, was the comedy scene was kind of getting vibrant again. Yes, and, and so people thought that I was I was going to represent the city at the time. I mean, they were wrong at the time, but <laughs> I was thankful for that cover. That's a big deal. And you yeah. were at the Halifax Comedy Festival for CBC yeah. and the Winnipeg and Cottage Country Comedy Festival. So you're yeah. on the circuit. Um, of course, you're on the debaters, which we love. Steve Patterson was here. I, we love. I I I really love the show. I'm actually taping an episode later today. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, please say hi to him. You have to kiss him for me. I will. Okay. And you're on the mouth. And you're invited back to uh, right. just for laughs to be on the HBO Canada TV show Funny as Hell. Yes, I did that too. Yeah. What's the, uh, when is that airing? Oh, that aired. Oh, already. Nice. Already, yeah. So yeah. it's that's that's it's somewhere in the internet now. If okay. people are looking for it, you're gonna look for it. Yeah. Okay. Dave's gonna say his last name. Uh, my last name is uh, Merhej. Merhej, very easy. Dave Merhej. Um, I think Arthur forgot to say that uh, he was at Wolfstock. Uh, <laughs> that's a credit I think he keeps forgetting. Also, he performed at the Harbor Front uh, inside. That's and, a big deal when yeah. you get to perform inside Harbor Front. Yeah. Center? And then uh, two years before, yeah. he was just in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Huge. And I made my way up. Yeah. This guy always yeah. is so um, humble about Wolfstock. I don't know why he doesn't. I tried to get on Wolfstock for five years and I 
just kept hearing Arthur getting on Wolfstock. You know why so Wolfstock's angry. important? Because Jim Slowcheck from the Toronto Sun is here, and his wife books Wolfstock. Yeah, so That's we're right. talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you're the uh, man. We're going to talk about can that. Can I mention somebody from another radio station? Yeah. Uh, Rich, Richard Ryder is, is the host every year. Oh, nice. Uh, Where's yeah. he from? Never heard of him. <laughs> There you go. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you. I'm sure you have, but uh, but pri- have pri- Pride FM. Yeah. 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 Wait. He's so awesome. he is no, he no, the no, booker? He's is he the booker? No, he's the host. Okay, uh, he has he's, the power. He's, then he's he calls everybody poodle. That was all you needed to get that yeah. job. What well, if Dave, I send the demo real? Dave's our Lebanese Canadian perspective and on personal experiences. This is our international show, apparently. Uh, I don't have any perspective on Lebanese people. Is no? that in the bio? Did somebody write that, or did I write that? I think you wrote that. I didn't write that. It was lesbians. Come on. (laughs) I didn't write that. You always always tell me how much you represent the Lebanese community. No, I said that to my friend. I said, uh, said, I'm Lebanese. I was born in Canada. Can you write a bio? So I don't. I didn't write that. Well, you're the winner of the Just for Laughs 2011. You won a Irwin Barker Homegrown Comic Award. Now Magazine's um, 2011 Best Toronto Award for Best Male Stand-Up. Canadian Comedy Award. You're just really funny. You keep winning awards. Yes. And you've got a big uh, comedy special you're taping at the Drake, May 31st. Yeah, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. That's Love how it. They, I'm learning how to do promo. Yes, that's go. right. When you do the media junkets, right? You got yeah. to I, I, I don't. There's not that many media junkets. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't. Well, uh, no one's going to show up there. Yeah, no. You should say there's too many of them. No, I'm keeping it real yeah. um, as much as I can. Well, and this is why I have our other guest, Jim Slotek from the Toronto Sun. I am the media. Yeah, and we uh, often, a lot of my guests come to you and your guests come to me. So I had to have you on as the uh, resident pro because you've uh, interviewed so many comedians. You specialize in it, actually. For many years. For many years. And everything. I remember reading your stuff back to the 80s is when really you started. Yeah, my first Just for Laughs was 85. I've been to at least 20 of them. Wow. Uh, back then, the closing party was in Gilbert Rozon's house. Oh the, my the, gosh! Yeah, it was a it, it, it. There was there was no security. There were no standards. It was kind of like that. And you judged the Tim Sims, um, JFL, and the funniest people with a day job, and Canada's best new comic. And the one, the twenty five thousand dollar one as well that uh, doesn't doesn't run anymore. Yuck yucks had what was yes. that? The laugh off. The laugh off. Yeah. That was a big one. Were yeah. you in that, Arthur? No, no. Uh, <clears throat> so I am but, Judge Dread. I have judged so many comics. Yes. Well, you uh, were responsible for discovering uh, people like Jerry D, Jason Rouse, Gavin Crawford, Gavin Stevens, Gord Disley, Don Whitwell. That's pretty impressive. Those were all, yeah, they were. All, they all came up in one of those contests or another. Very cool. And of course, you're a scriptwriter and nominated for Gemini for best comedy writing and a special for the NHL awards. And and it says something about Canadian showbiz that uh, I was writing for the Geminis <laughs> that year that I was nominated for a Gemini for a show from the previous year. So oh, cool. I did double duty. Very nice. Yeah. So when uh, we look at um, all the people you've interviewed over mm-hmm. the years and just the comedy industry, what have you seen that has evolved from then till now? Well, there's there's been a lot of evolution and creatures die off and, and yeah. things like that. The, 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 the uh, most amazing thing I think I ever saw was that era at Just for Laughs where the suits outnumbered the comics by two to one. What? It, with with uh, armed with uh, development deals and holding deals. Ah. And holding deals uh, sound exa- were exactly what they sound like, like chains they'd put on you because mm-hmm. it was a defensive signing. Uh, because I, I remember people would have like 10 minutes of, of material. That's really all they would have. And they would get, somebody would see it and they would sign it, uh, sign them, give them $80,000 to live in LA for a year. Wow. But then basically have no plan for them whatsoever, just to make sure that they didn't go back to LA and say, why didn't you sign this person? Wow. Really? So, yeah, when was I, that I would, happening? 
What's that? When was that happening? 90s. In the 90s. Very much yeah. in the 90s. So when, you guys. A, a, a bit was a sitcom. That was yeah. that was their idea. Oh, yeah. Well, that's when they were pumping out stuff and then they would never go anywhere. Dave, you're shaking your head. You understand this, right? No, I was shaking my head because I drank too much Uh, yesterday. You totally missed all I didn't think anyone was watching. You're just bobbing, trying to stay awake? No, no, I'm awake. I just was like hella high. Can you say that on this show? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was hella high throughout the day. And then I got um, uh, drunker. Then I think I was just shaking. <laughs> I, love the I way thought you were t- shaking your head because you, 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 you thought we had missed out on holding deals. Yes, no, no kidding. No, I, yeah. we Are you guys freaking? Out. Okay, we're going to talk more about holding deals after the break on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Inside Jokes. I'm Jeremy Hotz. It's not my show. It's Cruiser's show, and it's on Talk Radio AM 640, which you know because you're listening. We're talking about holding deals here on Inside Jokes in the world of comedy with Jim Slotek, Dave Merhaj. Merhaj? Do you hate that? No, I just know how to say it in Arabic, and then in English, I don't know how to say it anymore. So uh, So say it in Arabic. Medhaj. That's hot. Or scary. And Arthur Simeon. Yes. I like that. And my good friend Simone Denny in the house. Uh, Jim, you're talking about holding deals. Tell us about that. That's interesting. That was in the well, 90s. Yeah, a classic one of, of that was uh, the Toronto comic Lynn Shawcroft, who she was pretty early in her career and she had maybe 10 minutes and she used those 10 minutes. They went over really well with a suit in the house interesting. and he came and offered her a holding deal, which was $80,000 US, a place to live in mm-hmm. LA um, and a, a promise that, yeah, you'll get some auditions. But really, a, a holding deal is what it sounds like. It's something they, they hold you. Yeah, just so, to, that, so you can't do anything else. So, the, yeah, yeah, so the guy doesn't go back to Fox and they say, hey, why didn't you sign this comic? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it basically is, is nothing. The, 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 the development deal, now she was married to Mitch Hedberg, the mm-hmm. late, the late uh, and cool. sadly missed yeah. Mitch Hedberg. And he was signed that year to a $350,000 development deal, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, the gold card, uh, which... He didn't really do much with either, but mm-hmm. but it was more money, and they and they actually come to you for ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the nineties. And then and then the holding deal stopped. Why? Obviously, they weren't going anywhere. Well, yeah, the studios uh, are like, nah, we're not doing this no more. As as long as as people came up with with bits that turned into sitcoms, uh, you know, like like Home Improvement and, and mm-hmm. Tim Allen, Brett and Butler, and yep. people like that. It was. Uh, you know, where the money, where the where the mo- things were happening, that that's they they would continue doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but TV went on a downslide. Viewership mm-hmm. went down. Uh, th- uh, three camera sitcoms mm-hmm. kind of died for a while until until recently. So yeah, that it basically was market driven. You know, Sebastian Maniscalco um, had a, a development deal, and he had Tony Danza signed on to play his dad, and now the show's not going through. Yep. That sitcom. Man, I heard about funny. that. And this, isn't he great? He's and so, so funny. This, is it just deflating for you comics when you hear this stuff? Dave? Um, Arthur? Yeah, because you sort of, you never know what, what is going to, what it takes. Because for a guy like Sebastian, who's yeah. been working for such a long time mm-hmm. and has been uh, performing at such a high level for the last few years, mm-hmm. you think that's enough to sort of guarantee you at least a look. Yeah. Before, before, so the rest of maybe the public can make a decision, mm-hmm. but but if they don't even give the, the public a chance to make that decision, then you don't really know what it takes. Yes. To yeah, like what does everybody want? Like, right. You know, 
Well, you know. why wasn't that show good enough? Why did exactly. it not get picked up? Like, Because um, one of the things I find very interesting is the fact that as performers, we're always out talking to people, trying to make them laugh. And so we kind of understand what it takes to make them laugh. Very so when, good point, Arthur Simeon. So, so when you go into an office and someone who doesn't really do it tells you what's funny and what's not right. funny, it kind of hurts a little bit because yes. you're like, no, I actually, I was talking to them. Yes. yesterday and the day before that and last week and last month right and you only have an idea in your head of what yeah. you want you know that is so telling of like i think any job is like sometimes the people in power positions aren't on the street to know what's needed or what you know in sales for example i've been in sales for so long um you don't know what clients want because you've been in your ivory tower so tower so long and that's the same with studio execs sometimes you know they think there's an appetite like seinfeld i talked about this before when he had his show which was picked up for 13 episodes, Jim, yes? Right. Yes, and at, uh, Seinfeld epi- Chronicles, it was called then. Right, oh, and episode six, they were going to cancel it. Yep. And look what ended up happening, one of yeah. the best sitcoms of all time. So, you know, comedy is so subjective. Dave, you were going to say something. No, I was, um, I don't, I, you just can't take it personal, I guess. Yeah. I remember last year uh, doing like this, uh, I did a pilot presentation uh, mm-hmm. for a network, but they didn't pick it up um <laughs> but it was funny because i was in i was in victoria bc and then i um got a donut and a coffee i was like hella pumped i was like man this donut's gonna <laughs> it's gonna rock and i think i had a magazine too and i was about to open the magazine and then uh, my agent called me and he goes yeah, sorry buddy uh they're gonna pass oh my <laughs> gosh just what randomly <laughs> Uh, no, but you just can't get like you get. It's just you just can't get mad because yeah. you, again, you. I don't know what went down. It's mm-hmm. sometimes probably has nothing to do with you, but like, yeah, it's not personal. It's just like um, you just learn with stand up. Like Arthur was saying, it's like you and the audience. You know what to do. You you connect with them, and it's kind of. But then you add all the other stuff in the business, and it's yes. not. It's not about. Comedy it's not just anymore. pure talent yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed it, to take it personally, yes. but it is, it is personal because most of yes. the time you've invested a lot of your own yeah. sort of mind, soul, and sort of body mm-hmm. into it. So it's very difficult to sort of just walk away and think. And both of us have been in that situation where yes. it's like we, we tried to produce something, tried to develop something. It you went down the road. You thought you maybe had a chance, and it just didn't go. And yeah, you're supposed to sort of get up and go, okay, you know, I'll try again next time. Yes. But it's it's not that easy. It's not like you were just doing someone else's work. No, this was your work. Because mm-hmm. most of the time when we get approached to do anything, yeah. we do the performing and the writing. Yes. As opposed to, say, someone just sort of that's giving a you a point. piece that's already written. That's right. And you have to perform it. No, we have to actually develop the idea. So we actually do the writing and the performance of it. So it's like very difficult to just sort of walk away because for you it's very personal, but to yes. the other person it's kind of like, eh, that was just, you know. Yeah, another, not a big deal. Meanwhile, you put invested so yeah, much of yourself. Probably into another, it. Yeah. you know, they probably looked at 40 projects that week. Yeah. So, you know, but for them cool. it is a business, but for us it is a business and it's personal. Yes. You know, but yeah. they gave you a look, which is cool. I think they gave you a look, like, you know, there could be people who don't get that look or that opportunity. <laughs> they don't yes. deserve it. Yes. You know, so. but, Simone Denny, who's a musician, that happens in music all the time. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. 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 So as artists, it, it, you know, it again, it goes back. Who is just going to say that? Yeah, it's just so subjective. And I, you know, listen, this show I pitched like for 25 years, really. I think right. I'm doing well after 25 years. <laughs> you know what I was more more mad at um, than than that, that uh, that I didn't get hired at H&H, uh, not at HMV. <laughs> I've been rejected in comedy, uh, but what hurt me more is I, I yeah. think I did the third interview, and then I remember somebody on the street um, so goes, man, I recognize you, and I was like, oh, from stand-up, he goes, no, 
HMV, man. And I was like so mad because I didn't get the job. I was like, this guy just brought this up right now. I think he got the job. I do that was a pain I do like the fact that there were three interviews to get a job at HMV. <laughs> like, they bullied me. Like so this. we got Arthur Simeon and Dave Merhaj in his new comedy special that he's going to be uh, taping May 31st. And Jim Solacek from the Toronto Sun on the show all about comedy inside jokes on Talk Radio AM 640 after the break. This is K. Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. We're talking about what Jim Slotek just said. From just Trump. <laughs> Tracy Lawson. No, you're just saying. Tra- Tracy Dawson, who yeah, Dawson, uh, right. is, is a comic living in L.A. now. She was on the uh, the, the show Call Me Fitz with mm-hmm. Jason Priestley uh, on HBO yes. a little while back and, and won a Canadian Screen Award. But anyway, when she was when she was in the Canadian uh, showcase at Just for Just for Laughs, mm-hmm. uh, we met in the lobby after. And I said, you know, great show. And this guy comes up, says, I'm so-and-so from Fox. And he says, we have to talk. You have Fox energy. I wonder and what that is. But, what the, but they I, always what, say that crazy. Like, their yeah. characters, like, I remember doing, like, a couple meetings, like, last month, and the two of the guys had their feet on the table. Like, That's literally beautiful. had their foot on the table. I was like, is this guy serious? And, like, full-out conversation. So I, I think they're just characters. They're just funny people yes. that just say crazy things to you, like Fox, and, like, so, nobody knows what's to happening. To this day, I still say to her, you know, come on, you have Fox energy. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you're, you're uh, recording your comedy special at the Drake on Tuesday, May 31st. Yeah. Um, and that's airing where? Well, no, we're just going to, because I, I wanted to film a, uh, an album, and then we just got together, and we're just going to film our own thing and, and pitch it. Because it's like, I, See, I just didn't want to wait around um, yep. and, and do it any other. Uh, I was just yeah. like, I could do this. I well I, with help I was like we you know they're gonna film it like like uh, like a network would film it and we're gonna mm-hmm. try to pitch it so yeah why not instead of sitting around but that's what the programmer said Jim I think you could agree um, being at JFL and knowing what you know that they seem to want things already done yes like, I think right Arthur yeah, like yeah. going the old day of just going in to pitch a treatment or pitch whatever absolutely yeah I've, I uh, at the festival just for last I, I talked to um. Uh, a producer and he said do you have anything like mm-hmm. in terms of the, anything that's ready and i said oh yeah i have this idea and he goes oh no 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 no, yes. i don't want the idea i want the whole thing yep. like I, I don't care like Turnkey, for me at, yep. the, at the end of the day i need it sort of like pretty much done so when i get into it it's to, to produce not to i'm not gonna write it i don't yeah. want to i want the whole thing ready and that's sort of the way and that's why you were saying like it's better to sort of create your own thing because like web series now are a good avenue for people to get television looks yes the, the concept is already done. That's right. And now you just have to sort of expand on it. To wait and to see if, if these things work uh, too because, you know, they'll, uh, this, uh, as, as with people whose bits became sitcoms, they're going to see if anything becomes a hit off of a podcast. Yes. You know, I mean, the, the stuff that, that's made it to TV is is like mildly popular but there's been no breakout. I love Mark Marin's uh, yes. TV show from the podcast and, st- and yes. stuff like that but WTF, there, there's yeah. got to be a Seinfeld basically to 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 make it viable. Mm-hmm. Otherwise like right now uh, podcasts are where blogs were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah um I, I'm yeah, reading numbers of, of like thousands opening uh, start, starting every day. Yes. And so even though people like Norm Macdonald and and uh, and people like that are are having a success with with it it's it's the jury's still out mm-hmm. in the meantime you know old school still pays best you get on tv you get on radio you get on satellite 
that's that's some pretty big money. That's amazing it, money. On satellite, because they pay residuals there? They do. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll name one, Alex Nussbaum. Mm-hmm. Th- he practically won the lottery, and he didn't even know it because he was getting uh, uh, frequent plays from you know the, the DVD that he was selling out of the trunk of his car. And all of a sudden, one day, he, well, he had a couple of phone calls saying, well, there's, there's sort of uh, royalties piling up for you. You might want to know about it. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it was Fantastic. like you could buy a house with it. Yeah. I know. I've had some guests on here. Uh, who've on uh, serious and they get royalty checks. I'm like, I'm sorry if we play your song. We don't, we're in terrestrial radio. We don't pay you, for anything. Did they tell you they got the checks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, why? Do they not actually send the checks? No. Did they, uh, did they be like, hey, man, I made this much money? Were they stunting was what I'm saying. Oh, do I, I don't know. It's like they'd be lying about the money they're making? No, it just sounds like rappers if they were up here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Comedians are usually yeah. awkward and like losers. I, I, don't th- I don't think Alex Nussbaum does a lot of hey. fronting. Hey, yeah, I I'm said it. Right I here. said it, bro. <laughs> and Nisbaum lives near me. Um, I haven't been to his house yet, though. But well, now I'm gonna talk check, about check his check. check he, might have some, <laughs> he might have if some. If this guy stuff. doesn't try to pay at a restaurant, I'm like, man, I know, I know what your royalty yeah, game about. Yeah. Told us you <laughs> make throw that money. Yeah, yeah he, he released your yeah. taxes for you. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna talk about some more funny stuff with our panel today. Uh, Jim Slotek, Dave Mahage. I know it's so rude. Arthur yeah. Simeon, my special guest Simone Denny. I'm Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Oh, my God, Dave, we're just talking about Lebanese, Canadian Lebanese, Dave. Merhedge. Merhedge. Yeah, Merhedge. Talk about when you went to kindergarten, what happened? Your mom said in kindergarten, speaking only Lebanese. Yeah, my parents are both Lebanese, and uh, they just, I, I... like when I was young, I didn't know how to speak English. Apparently, this is what they told me. They they took me to kindergarten <laughs> without speaking English, and they dropped me. Off. I I just don't. The whole thing was weird. And then the teacher would show me a picture of uh, she showed me a picture of an apple, and I said tefeha, which is uh, yeah. Arabic. And she looked at me confused, and then called my mom, and she's like, "We think your son is deaf and blind." Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so typical of that time. Yeah. But I said that at this, the Prism Awards, what, what I was hosting for this, like the top ten videos of the of the year, and yes. then I told the audience that, and I go, "So I'm going to mess up names and intro the two <laughs> presenters, and one of the girls from a band, and I met botched her last name, mm-hmm. and then the look." Uh, I know, me. but now I'm trying to find her and then to apologize. <laughs> but part of it is I think she's if you're cute out too. there. <laughs> right? Let's Can start. I just go back for a little bit and yeah, tell you, uh, uh, Dave's mom and dad are the funniest people. <laughs> you know how comics, comedians are always like, "Oh, my parents are hilarious," yes. but it's not really the truth. <laughs> Dave's dad is one of the funniest is human he? beings I have ever met Where in my life. Where did you meet his dad? In in his home. I mean, Dave and yeah. I have been friends for a very oh, long very time, cool. and he's from Windsor, and uh, we've done shows in Windsor, and I've stayed at his at his house. Cool. And his dad, by far, including comedians, is one of the funniest people I have ever met. What's the funniest thing? Okay, and, what's it? Give us something, Dave's dad. Uh, oh man, there's so many. Uh, I'll give you one of my favorites. Is so Dave's mom is telling us a story of Dave. In his troubled teenage years, and how he used to go out and drink in the uh, with his friends in the woods or something like that, and she's telling us his story as a mom would, and she's like, "I used, I used to, I would be so scared and so frightened because I didn't know if he was going to make it home, I didn't know where he was, there were no cell phones, blah." And she tells us this five minute story <laughs> of how Dave was giving her all this stress in her life, 
And at the end of the story, Dave's dad goes, I know the worst part about it. He never brought any of the alcohol back for me as well. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that is your worry <laughs> after this entire yeah. experience. He could have been. You were just angry that yeah. he didn't share the alcohol. No he was booze. supposed to be not drinking. That's so he, cute. My yeah. niece called me. I have a nie- three nieces, but uh, she's 11. Layla, beautiful, but she's dope. So she called me. And she she's like, "You're not gonna believe what happened." Uh, I was like, "What?" She's like, "We're all at, at eating Chinese food, and we all have the fortune cookies, and we're all breaking them and and saying what they are." And then they looked at my dad, and he ate. The fortune cookie with the fortune in it. <laughs> well, yeah, how psycho that is to a child. It's looking at, uh, but Horrifying. then, uh, but it made sense. So I he's like a seventy-one-year-old Lebanese man who's dead inside. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead inside. But, but the fortune only comes to true. a It's not like this is the first time. He knows exactly what he's doing at that he, point. He told me what the, uh, uh, they because we grew up in Windsor, so he went to Detroit and he, the car broke, ran out of gas in the hood. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's just telling me the oh, story, geez. and he's uh, with his sister. So he t- he he goes to get gas. He finds some guys, and they're like, "Yo, we'll help you. We'll come back." So as they're Walking back to the car, the guy they get to the car and the guy was like, "Yo, man, there's somebody in the car." He goes, "No, no, no, it's my sister." <laughs> and then the guy uh, goes, "Man, you left your sister alone in the hood, like in the, you left her here." And then my dad looked at the guy and he just goes, "Come on, man, who's gonna watch the car?" I've watched your stuff, but do you make fun of your? I love the accent, like just putting it on like that. Um, I, I, at first, I never, I, I remember doing it and then just being somebody who was like, hey, man, you don't want to be like every ethnic comic. So I would yes. stop talking about my dad and my family. And then this comic who passed away, I told him a story off stage. Josh? And, or, uh, no, Jocko, from? Jocko Austin. Uh, oh, from Winston? From Ottawa. Oh, so he had okay. told me, man, you got to do this dad story that, yeah. you, that I told him. And then he'd see me. He's like, did you do the dad story? I go, Nah, and then he goes, man, you gotta do it. And then I, he kind of like helped me bring it back because I just mm-hmm. didn't want to be like, you know, like uh, Russell d- does it, and it was a bunch of comics doing the accent. Yes, I just didn't want to. I just wanted to find my voice. Yes, and yeah. now I bring it uh, in because it's just like there's some of these stories that piled up. They're just too funny. Yeah. I've met him yeah. three or four times, and I have ten minutes on him, so yeah. I can only I imagine love it. if you're because he, he won't tell us. He'll tell people stories that we don't even like. He shares these stories. with <laughs> And then he'll, 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 he's he'll never Arthur told will you yeah, before. No, never, he's Dave, never what's the, you guys are buddies with Arthur Simeon. What's the funniest bit that you see here, Arthur, do that you love? Like in general? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Just because you guys yeah. hang out, you know, oh, Arthur's got his arms crossed. This better be good. Am I putting you on the spot, Dave? No, no, because it's like so many bits. It's like, Ooh. I don't want to. I love asking Jim. Comics hang out in tribes, obviously, like this. Oh, for sure, yeah. And they just feed off couches. They hang on couches. On couches. Yeah. And they just feed off each other, and you build material from there. And it was like the the Africa, what's the one that you do where it's like the TV show where you're making fun of, and then they show the the the, the African version about the lion, the lions. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think you're mixing two different jokes He's at that point. Drawing a blank here. Yeah, no, I put you guys on the, the spot. Yeah, I know. No, it's is it mi- two jokes mixed? Yeah. No, it isn't, is it? Yeah, I like wrestlers? Arthur. Will you come off the top on just your African? You just get it out of the way. You yes. talk about that. What's your opening line? Say it first. Uh, my opening line normally is that I have an accent because I was born and raised in Thunder Bay. <laughs> I think for Canadians, it works. I'm from Thunder change. Bay. That's yeah. funny. There you go, change. Jim Flutek, yeah. Right? That's very Thunder Bay. It yeah. Is. And and I yeah, it's one of those things I learned early on that 
because I have the accent and because people are going to notice, if I don't talk about it yes. in the beginning, none of none of the rest of my show will make sense. Yes. You know, so it's like I, I'm going to talk about it because, yes, a lot of the jokes, even so even the jokes that have nothing to do with my heritage yes. will make sense after I talk about the fact that I'm, I'm an immigrant to this country. Yes. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it. The one where you prank your roommate. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, after that the break. Jim, yeah. what were you going to say? Slow I was going to say Andy Kindler calls that the I know what you're thinking opening. Yes. That, that you have to do if you are obviously something that people are going to be thinking right. about. Yeah. Andy Kindler, of course, always state of the industry at uh, JFL. We'll talk about him after the break on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Inside Jokes, we talk about the world of comedy behind the scenes. Jim Slotek from the Toronto Sun here, always interviewing like for 20 plus years. Always. 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 That's uh, Taylor Negron. That was his line. Always. Oh, man. I just, I'm blessed to have Jim here because I. Because I got a database of comics. Yeah, that's why. I thought, who am I fooling? <laughs> Dave Maharj. The Lebanese Canadian. I'm going to stop saying Lebanese Canadian because that's so relevant to your material. Which is no, you can say it. You know, give Lebanese people shine. Yeah. Yes. You know, they have like it's they had Masari. Masari was you and Masari. Carl Wolf and Masari. Masari, yeah. Carl Wolf, um, the guy in Mash, yeah. uh, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub. You know, from the Tony right? Shalhoub. Yeah. Tony, Tony Shalhoub. That's a good one. The, the you movie. know, and it's, I'm wondering who you remind me of because you look like someone you sound Adam like Sandler, Ali G. Somebody. There you me. go. Thank you. I want to also Tony give Tim a shout Lebanese. out. Uh, um, T- who? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Who's that? Oh, man. Oh, you're so I am young, so Dave. But I want to give a shout out to Vince. Vince Tedesco. He's yeah. just shaking the whole place Arthur, down. what's your bit? Arthur Simeon's here. I, we were talking about before the break. I want oh, to hear the, this bit the, that the Dave bit that loves. Dave loves. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually a... So it's not... I won't do the bit, but I'll tell you the story that sort of inspired yes. the bit. It's me pranking my roommate. I lived with a girl... And we're good, really good friends. And we had sort of like that sort of relationship where anything sort of is a go in terms of pranking each other. Mm-hmm. So one time she went on a date and uh, I was supposed to leave the house, like leave the apartment <laughs> so that she could have it to herself. <laughs> and instead I, I got naked and <laughs> sat in the living room. Simone, yeah. you can laugh out loud, Simone, because that is beautiful. <laughs> so many of his jokes Sat in the way. living room. <laughs> And when they when she got home with her date, I was I was in the living room like butt naked <laughs> and pretended like I didn't know what was happening. And needless to say, things didn't work out between them. But she was so mad at me. And and uh, as payback, and this is sort of where the bit goes in terms of how payback was. I had uh, a, a lady over, and my roommate had told me she was away for the weekend. But she actually oh. went to her friend's house, borrowed her baby, like a friend's <laughs> baby, showed up and pretended that me and her were a couple and we had a newborn <laughs> son. And that was the revenge. And so that's the whole, that's the that's bit. And obviously, yeah. Was, was the guy she brought home a black guy? No, he no, wasn't. Perfect. No, perfect. So he yeah. comes home and sees a yes. big black guy exactly. naked. Yeah. Well done. Perfect. He's gone. Yeah. He's out of there. He's like, I'm not no dealing hope. with this. Yeah. None. Yeah. Zero. Like he there was no smile on his face. No. Like I, I honestly thought it was one of those <laughs> things where we could be like, ha, ah, right? Get it? Hello? No, there was no smile. We're, you could just see pain in his in his eyes. That's like beautiful. He, yeah. And I always tell people like when you're planning to go to a lady's house, there's so many things that go through your mind and you're planning everything in your head, how mm-hmm. how smooth you're gonna be, some of the lines you're gonna yes. use, the one 
wine you might yeah. be able to drink. <laughs> exactly. You don't plan for a giant black naked man. Like you don't. That's that's not a plan that you have in your head. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so good. Yeah, I got the mental picture. I mean, yeah. you could imagine. Yeah, and. Uh, that's Let me just, just say as an interviewer, uh, uh, congratulations, because I can never get comics to talk about their material. Because <laughs> it's like, well, this is what I make my living off of. Why should I give it to you and blow it in, uh, right. in the pages of the newspaper for nothing? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's easier on audio because they could set it up. I think I for would sure. be apprehensive on print, too, because it will never might not come across the same. It's because it, it's True. the way it's set up, too, when someone's like, it's obvious. Yeah. Like, you both know you're setting up the joke. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, I don't want to do this. Yes. Know, like, so That's the uncomfortable part. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So I heard you in Winnipeg yeah, this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to talk no, about Winnipeg. No, yeah. Jim Slotek, uh, you interview comics. I do. Your wife books Wolfstock, which has comics. It, it does, over the years. When it, is uh, it? When's Wolfstock? It is, let's see, what uh, what weekend are we at? Uh, it's, it's the t- weekend of the 28th. So she books comics. You interview comics for many years. Uh, quick, funniest comic or funniest. I know that's hard to say, but oh, man. funniest situation with a comic uh, when you're interviewing them. Let's go that route. So we're not putting you on the spot about. Okay. I still think of him as a comic. Uh, I once smoked weed with Mr. Miyagi, uh, Pat Morita. <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh! I, I can I could. They're both weed stories, actually. Tommy Chong was a really good one. Yes, I bet he's uh, in Toronto, right? Uh, we tried he's, to get he's him. He's often in Toronto. Yeah, uh, and his, his daughter, uh, uh, um, Precious Chong, actually, mm-hmm. uh, it works as a comic. Um, oh, but he, do you guys know her? Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, same same uh, open mic. She li- actually lives like two doors down from where that open mic is. So. Oh, cool. Uh, so, oh yeah. Pick one. I, I can I can go to that one because because uh, that one was pretty good because it was a it was a, a TIFF event. Yeah. Uh, for his documentary about being in prison, uh, and um, the uh, at at the door, the publicists or whoever they hired had uh, plates of brownies, and they, and the <laughs> press press already. came in and party goers, and they said more than three, and you're on your own. <laughs> so uh, and then there was a VIP. Did they have thing. Doritos to follow the brownies? At least they had. They had well with all the munchies. My uh, my my wife catered that night, uh, and she also got skunked that night by uh, or our dog got skunked, and she had to oh, she had dear. to handle him. So she was actually working the only place in the city where nobody would notice that she'd been skunked. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it was the, it was that kind of event. Oh, I love it. Jim Slotek from Toronto Sun. You must have tons of stories, I'm sure. And uh, Dave Marhedge. Uh, who's filming his comedy special at the Drake May 31st. And Arthur Simeon, we're going to talk more about the... What do you got plugging up? We're going to talk about that. I'm going to be at the hosting a show at the Drake on the 24th, but you just let me know that that's not going to be in time. (laughs) Uh, So I'm just going to plug... I I make pancakes, so if anyone's listening uh, and they want to come have pancakes, come to my house. (laughs) I have some single girlfriends who might want to just do that. Well, we have a a hotel... uh, yeah, yeah. There's like, <laughs> so there's, yeah. A, there's a bottle of I'm liquor. I'm not pimping yeah. people out yeah. of It's at the Cambridge Suites, man. Yeah. I love Anybody. Cambridge Suites. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I've done time Arthur's there. Gonna you be have there. single right, girlfriends? Okay. We're gonna, oh yeah, you're you kidding. Yeah, Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes. More on that. Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> Santa Cruz, the inside jokes I have. Jim Slotak, Dave Maharaj, Arthur Simeon, and my special guest, Simone Denny, who's sitting in. She's a musician, actually, but, you know, music and comedy is close cousins. Absolutely. And you're starting your TV hosting career. 
Absolutely. So we'll look out for Simone for Denny. Sure. And I love your music. Oh, my God. Thank you. I think I'm going to do, uh, when I do the Inside Jokes tour, I'm going to have some music combined with comedy. I know that's so original. But I'm there. We're, I know. Well, <laughs> you know I'm going to come to you because you sang at my wedding. Of course. Of course. I talk about <laughs> the only thing. So, Jim, what we've got Wolfstock coming up next weekend. Yep. And, May 28th, uh, where's that? I'm at, that's at Woodbine Park. There's usually like 100,000 people and their dogs. Wow. So uh, if you... Don't if you don't have a dog and you just like to pet some, yes. it's pretty crazy. It's it's insane. Which comics are performing there? Now you got me because uh, I didn't know That's I'd okay. be talking about that, but I can talk about uh, over the years we've we've had a whole lot of them. Yeah, uh, uh, people like uh, Dave. Well, you mentioned Dave Martin earlier, Carla Collins, yes. uh, people like that. Um, nice. Richard Ryder will be hosting. I think both days. Hilarious. Yeah. 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 That's very exciting. And uh, you, of course, we could always <clears throat> at the Toronto Sun. I am I, I am still at the Toronto Sun, the co- still extant. They are yes. uh, still uh, uh, economically viable. I encourage everybody <laughs> to buy the the dead tree version of the paper, the print. I know because that's I still, the one that pays my salary. Well, and I still need. I find I need it. Being in radio my whole career, I still need to to read a paper. There's something about it, like on the weekend, especially just you know. It, yeah, the, the online. No matter how many clicks I get, whatever. Pop yeah. this. No, no, I no know. money there. Jim Slotek, we got to read your stuff. I love it. You specialize in comedy uh, and comedians, of course. And we look forward to having you in future episodes of Inside Jokes to talk about the industry and what's coming up. Well, this was fun, so sure. Yeah, I love you. Dave. Yo. You're filming your comedy special, May 31st at the Drake. Two shows, 8 o'clock and 10 p.m. You can go to uh, the Drake Hotel website to get your tickets or uh, www.davemerhej.com. Uh, it's M-E-R-H-E-J-E. Uh, get your tickets, man, ahead of time. Don't, like, roll. Like, you, yeah. Yeah, I, we I, always support live comedy. Because it's like so. a taping, so I, I, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I, I know people say that all the time, but I've been working on this for, for three, four years. So we're going to, it's going to, and Dino Archie, who just did Jimmy Kimmel and won the Seattle wow. Comedy Competition, is going to come, he's coming from Vancouver, to uh, do two opening spots uh, for the shows. Um, It's just the energy is going to be crazy. Yes. And I'm going to, yeah, we're going to get it. Got to support him. I'm looking forward to it. And I I will say this, I don't know, since I've already talked about that, I'm his friend, so he might not carry as much weight, but Dave is easily one of my favorite performers. And I've told him this many times, he's one of the few comedians I'll actually pay to watch. Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. And Arthur, what do you have coming up? I'm actually, I'm going to be at the Drake. So the week before, May 24th, I'll be hosting the Tuesday comedy night at the Drake Hotel nice. Underground. Uh, tickets again available on the Drake Hotel uh, website. Uh, so that's May 24th. It's going to be, you know, come off the long weekend, and all the drinking, and then come drink one more and night continue with on. Yeah. And I'm not saying this because you said about me, but like I, I remember when I watched uh, Arthur like long, long time ago, he, uh, he was so natural off the jump. You know how comics start and they're just awkward as shit. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> they just don't have any confidence and stuff like that. This man has been confident. I think, I'm pretty sure since he first hit the mic, which uh, at the time I was, uh, I was like, Man, you know, you get mad. You're yes. like, man, how did he have that confidence? Yeah, it was great from the beginning. Yeah. Yes, so, you were. I, I can vote for that. Yeah. I, I don't know I agree, how. I though. You might have been right off the plane yeah. when I saw you at the Eaton, Eaton House that first time. You were you were really new. That's so yeah. cool, and Arthur. You were, and, I, and I was just like, this is the best best so uh, much. tonight. Thanks, and, and my MILF friends are Thank just going to love you. Uh, oh, like just, oh, I want to love milf them. You're going to MILF it. What? Tom, you want to milf it? You want to go with Arthur? Is that what you're saying? You like big black men? Oh, okay. Uh, you, we're, and Simone Denny, my good friend, please YouTube Simone Den- Denny's new album. And uh, I just love it, right? Thank we're going to watch out for you. Arthur, set up your Comedy RX 
Your uh, bit. We're playing the one. This is talking about uh, sort of my Im- my immigrant story, sort of figuring out uh, how Africans sort of get a different uh, reputation from the the media and how we are perceived in the rest of the world. And it. so this bit talks about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Do you talk about like how well endowed black guys are? Like, like no, that it's not even about oh. that. It's just oh. about uh, that's part of it. Love and romance. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. love and romance. How yeah. can you not talk about that? I'm Santa Cruz. Hey, I'm May 31st. If you're out in Stony Creek, please come out uh, to the Italian night going on a comedy in the creek. That's Eric Johnson's show in the creek, Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cottage by a creek. And, Ju- <laughs> and June 11th. We got your back Fort Mac, a comedy benefit for Fort McMurray from Jerry D. You get a chance to see Jerry D at Yuck Yucks Toronto with Michelle Shaughnessy, who's going to be here on the show, and some other comics, Steve Patterson, who we love, and Johnny Guardhouse, and some others. I'm Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes. Here's your Comedy Rx. It's 2011, and we don't get the benefit of civilization. And it slipped into your pop culture, and you guys don't even think about it, but someone who grew up on the continent, it bothers me to no end. And I will explain. A young lady called me up a few weeks ago, and she's like, hey, it's a Sunday afternoon, and I come over to your place. I'll bring some hot chocolate, I'll bring some movies, and I'll have a good time. And I was like, uh, you should do that, but uh, keep the hot chocolate, there's enough already, right there. <laughs> So she shows up and she brings a movie called He's Just Not That Into You. All of you women know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you may have been forced to watch this movie. For those of you who have survived, I'll try and explain. This is a movie that came out a couple of years ago that talks to women. It tells them, listen, if a man treats you like crap in your relationship, or a man doesn't call you back after a first date, he's just not that into you. I thought that was obvious. <laughs> but apparently you women need a book and a movie to figure this out. I'm not judging, I'm just saying. This movie starts off with one very important moment in every woman's life. They're trying to come to the moment where a woman goes out on a first date, she goes back home, the man hasn't called her, now she has to call all her friends together to build her self-esteem back up. And it's a wonderful moment, because girls will always do this for their friends. They'll sit around and be like, you're beautiful, you don't worry about it, he's the loser, I wish I had your tits. And this movie is trying to capture it in different parts of the world. It's how some American women sitting around the table, and the one girl is like, I don't know why he didn't call me back. And her friends are like, you know why he didn't call you back? He didn't call you back because he was intimidated by your professional success. That's why he didn't call you back. I was like, whoa. Lies. But so very deep, so very thoughtful. I was like, yeah, well, god damn. Showed some French women sitting around the one girl is like, I don't know why he didn't call me back. The friends were like, you know why he didn't call you back? He didn't call you back because of all the emotional maturity you showed when you were hanging out with him. Men are so immature. He's <laughs> like, no, it's because she's ugly, but okay. <laughs> so very deep, so very thoughtful. Awesome. And you could always uh, contact us here. I want to thank uh, producer Vince Tedesco and our technical producer Tom. Contact us at uh, Instagram or Twitter at InsideJoke640 on Facebook and uh, or check out my website, SandraCarusi.com. Thanks for listening each week on the world of comedy here on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640.